right, welcome to another live broadcast, Living Light Outdoors, coming to you out of the office this morning. Got a bright light behind me, so I had to pull my curtain. Um, we're still testing all of our equipment, still messing with all this stuff. I had a new idea from our internet provider, so I've, um, I've actually linked us up direct to the Ethernet cable. We're not running off the wireless right now to hopefully see if that solves our problem. Um, and if it does, then we'll be we'll know what to do from here on out. In the meantime, I really <laughs> I got messed up with a message. Um, I, I list I was in some prayer time and, and listening to to um, some prophetic things the other day, and and God really prompted an old song in me, and it it has really stirred something up, and I want to um, I want to share it with you uh, from the perspective in which He brought it to me. So. Um, with that, I titled this message today, Take Me In to the Holy of Holies. And, and, and I know that, that many of you will reference this as soon as we get started, but if you go all the way back into Exodus around chapter 25, we begin seeing the planning for the tabernacle of the Lord, the temple of God. Uh, God begins to give Moses instruction on how to build his temple. And, and throughout these chapters, in, the, in, in this particular chapter, um, he receives instruction for building the Ark of the Covenant table of the showbread, the golden lampstands. Exodus 26 begins with the instruction of the curtains of the linen, the fine colorful linen, the, the curtains of goat hair and the and the boards and the sockets is how it's described. In verse 31 um, of chapter 26, we see the construction of the twisted linen veil and the verses 33 speaks of the, the partition between the holy place and the holy of holies. Chapter 27, the instruction for the bronze altar and the court of the tabernacle are, these are all given. 28 through 29, chapters 28 through 29 speaks of the priest's garments and their consecration and the sacrifices and even the food for the priests. Chapter 30, we see the, the instructions for the altar of incense, the anointing oil. Man, I love the description of the anointing oil because it's uh, very fragrant. It has, it has a lot of things that it puts into the anointing oil that God had, uh, had designed. And the, and the incense Chapter 31 speaks of the skilled craftsmen and the signs of the Sabbath that God was given. All of this instruction has been given to Moses while he's up on the mountain with God. Remember, he's been leading the people of Israel and they're wandering in the wilderness. And, and he goes up on the mountain to, to be in the presence of God. The description from those below were of the cloud over the mountain, the thunder, the lightning, um, lightning flashing, thunder rumbling. You know, we, we can get the depiction of a storm on top of the mountain and there's Moses and you know, I have to believe that all them folks on the ground are going, whoop, yep, he's toast. He's, uh, God done whooped him up and struck him with lightning or burned him up on that mountain. And, and, and what happens when we get to chapter 32 through 34, those descriptions that come in that are basically talking about where the people of Israel run amok. Uh, they're thinking Moses done been killed by God, that he's, He's done something, you know, he shouldn't have done, and God's killed him up on that mountain, and he ain't come down. He's been up there forever. They wind up a little off track, and we see all that depiction. I'm going to get into that. And it isn't until chapter 35 that we see the actual construction of the tabernacle even begin, and it continues through the chapter, all the way through chapter 38. And chapter 39 shows the completing of the priest's garments, preparing for the chapter 40, where we see the actual tabernacle being erected. Uh, unto God. And, and in verse 34 of, of this chapter, we see the glory of the Lord descend and enter the Holy of Holies. 
Ron and I were discussing some of this, and you know, I, I thought, boy, how how cool would that be today? You know, we're we're always asking God, okay, God, where should we go? What should we do? When should we go? When should we move? Well, back then, the literally this this cloud of God's presence sat upon the tent, the tabernacle, and if it sat there, they stayed put. Should the cloud lift, then they began packing, and the cloud was going to move, and they were going to have to follow it. They were going to move with the the presence of God. It's a very interesting. But as we discussed this, Ron and I were talking about some of these things this morning, it brought to mind that, that this was the mobile tabernacle. Um, th- this wasn't the permanent structure. This was simply the mobile ta- tabernacle that God had, had given Moses instruction to build. And we don't see the permanent structure until we get into 1 Kings, where King Solomon constructed the first tabernacle, or the, or the permanent structure uh, in 1 Kings, beginning around chapter 6. And that structure would remain all the way into Jesus' crucifixion. That day changed everything. That day changed everything. We get to Matthew chapter 27, verse 50 and 51. Jesus cried out with a loud voice and he gave up his spirit in verse 50. John 19.30 actually describes that as he cried out, it is finished. And at that moment, in verse 51, the veil that separated man from God was torn from the top to the bottom and the earth shook and the rocks split open. Powerful, powerful moment. At that moment, the separation of God from man was removed. The veil was torn. The veil that separated the very essence, presence, power of God tore. And and we no longer have a separation between us and God. It was completely surrendered at the moment, the temple of the Holy Spirit of God's presence dwells in those who believe and follow completely surrendered to his son, Jesus. It's for the followers of Christ. We now have access to the holy of holies, God's very presence. He lives in us. He dwells in us. This song came up on, upon me while we were praying yesterday. And it is an old song. Um, I've sung this for many years growing up in church. But today, uh, it, it unveiled something else in me. As I was singing over this song, and Ron and I talked about this song a lot yesterday, and, and man, God just pour some things into me. It, it opened my eyes, and, and I pray that today what I give to you opens your eyes as well. I hope it, it takes you to a different place. The song is titled, Take Me In, and, and I'm not going to sing it for you. I'm just going to talk about the lyrics, but the lyrics of the song say, Take me past the outer courts into the holy place. Past the brazen altar, Lord, I want to see your face. I want you to get an imagery going on here. You know, maybe close your eyes even, if you will, and let me, let me lead you through this place. I want you to hear it. Take me past the outer courts, into the holy place. Past the brazen altar, Lord, I want to see your face. Pass me by the crowds of people and the priests who sing your praise. I hunger and thirst for your righteousness, but it's only found in one place. Take me into the holy of holies. Take me in by the blood of the lamb. Take me into the holy of holies and take the coal. Cleanse my lips. Here I am. Man, what a, what a, oh, such a powerful, powerful wordage going on here. And, and so many things I want to point out. I actually learned a, a new verse to this. I, I didn't, I, I've never heard before, I guess, because we always just sang that particular one over and over again. 
But this other verse that came in, in a volume that I found was bring me in, bring me in the inner court past the golden light and through the incense altar, Lord, I long to see your light. Let me touch the colored curtain and clothed in linen white and part the veil that's hanging. Oh, that's kept you from man's sight. What a description uh, of the, the, the separation of man and God. That this, this, this separation that was hanging there to, to keep basically the sinner from, from entering into the presence of God and being struck dead. I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of depiction about the veil and about the priest and about the tabernacle and about God's glory and his power. Uh, and, I, and I don't want to dig. It's, there's some, man, you can go really deep with that, and, and it's not where I want to be today. I just want to break this out for you. Take me past the outer courts. Take me into your holy of holies, Lord. Take me into your presence. Take me past the people that just gather Take me past the rituals. Lord, I hunger for you. I thirst for your righteousness, your glory, your peace, your healing, your provision, your wisdom, and your grace. God, take me past what we see today as ritualistic. God, I, I don't, I don't want to just go sit with a group of people, sing a few songs, listen to a word, and then go home and thinking all is well. God, i got to have more than that. I, I want to go past that. I want to go past the crowds of people. I want to go past the, the priest just singing praise. God, I want to go into your presence. I want to be in the Holy of Holies. I want to feel you saturating my body. I want to feel you saturating my mind. God, I got to have you today. These are desperate times, and we're a desperate people. God, we're crying out, Lord. We're, I'm not going to let the rocks cry out around me. It's coming out of me, God. I cry out to be in your presence, to, to feel your holiness saturating me, to, to feel your righteousness surround me. God, that you, you create in me a right standing. You create in me a heart, God, that seeks you with everything I have in me. Take me in by the bloodshed on Calvary. That, that take me in by the blood of the lamb. That, that is so descriptive, God. That's the only way we get to come into your presence is by your bloodshed. It's your blood covering our sin that allows us into the very holiness of God. It's through your sacrifice that we get to come into God's presence. God, cover me in the blood of Jesus. Wash me clean that I might stand in your presence, that I, that I might glory in you, that I might feel everything you have, hear everything you have, and, and receive all that you have for me in my life. Take me into your very presence and God, like Isaiah, take the coal, touch my lips. Here I am. Take the coal, Lord. Wash me clean. Let's burn away whatever's negative inside of me. Burn away the, the filth that comes from my mouth. God, let it come through your filter. Let everything that comes out of my mouth be of you. Let everything that I speak be, be, be product of your presence. Where, where else should I go? What else should I long for? God, this is where I want to be. I want to be in your presence. Father, I thank you for, for, for revealing things like this to me that I can share with someone else. This is, this is what it is to serve the Lord wholly, to, to give him our life, to, to say, God, I'm yours. Here am I, Lord. Send me. Just like Isaiah said, here am I, Lord. Send me. You know, the, the Bible talks about in Jeremiah chapter 1 where he, where he called Jeremiah. 
And, and early on in that chapter, you know, he's like, he's like, man, I knew you before I ever formed you in your mother's womb. I already set you apart to be a voice to the nations. Jeremiah argued with God. The Bible depicts it, or historians believe he was probably just a teenager at this time. And Jeremiah's like any old teenager. Did you say, I got a plan for you? Oh, man, I can't do that. That's exactly how Jeremiah was. God said, I, I have destined you. I have a plan for you. I've, I've known you before I ever formed you in your mother's womb. I set you apart for my service. And Jeremiah's like, but God, but God, I can't, I can't, I can't do those things. I'm just a kid. I'm, I'm just nobody. I'm a nobody. You ever felt like a nobody? You ever felt like you've been called out to something that you're not capable of because you're not equipped for that? I'm just a kid. But God said, no. Look, and he reached out and he took the tongs and he pulled a coal from the altar and he touched Jeremiah's lips. And he said, see, I've put my words in your mouth. I don't care who you think you are. I don't care where you think you've been dropped. God has a plan for you, his destiny for you. His destination is your availability to his service, your willingness, your surrender. And it all starts right there. Giving up of us seeking him completely, and then let him pour through you. It, it, it's really not any more complicated than that. I, I don't do what you see me do today without him. This isn't me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. I'm just that bump on a pickle. Uh, I'm a knot on a log sitting out back rotting away until God entered my life and poured into me these things. And now he's built a fire inside of me that I can't put out. And every time I turn around, he's pouring something new into me that I need to share because we're in such a time as this. This is our time. He created you for this time. He's got plans for you, plans to prosper you, plans to bring you a hope, plans to bring you a future, not to harm you. God has a plan for your life, but we've got to surrender our junk to let him in. We've got to come in under the blood of the lamb. We've got to allow him to, to bring us past the crowds of people, to bring us past the ritualistic things of religion going on in our world today and, and seek him to come into his inner court, into his holy of holies, into his very presence of life. That is what will separate us from this world. Seek him with everything you have in you. Let him bring you in past the golden light. You know, that, that's the frillies, man. The, the golden light was just there on the altar burning. It was the incense. It was the, the oohs and the ahs, the, you know, the being caught up in just the manifestation. But God says there's more. There's more. You've got to go past the veil. You've got to get past that. You, you've got to go past the people that are just gathered up listening to words being spoken. You, you've got to break through that. You've got to go past the priests who are just singing praise. You, you've got to get past the ritualistic things and seek him for who he really is. His power, his wholeness, his righteousness, that right standing, purifying our hearts before him, saying, God, wash me clean, wash me clean. Take the coal, put your words in my mouth, God. Put your words in my mouth that I might be sent wherever you have me to be. Man, I hope this speaks something into you today. <laughs> I, I, I could probably just keep rambling because there's, there's such a power that's come out of this. Now take me into the Holy of Holies. Take me in by the blood of the Lamb. Take me into the Holy of Holies, Lord. It's where I want to be. 
It's where you've called me to be. It's where he's called you to be as well. Let him bring you to that place today. Let him break you in, 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 in whatever it is you're in today. Let him break you. Surrender to him completely. I don't care if you've served him all your life. If you're not fully surrendered to him, he can't use you. He needs you today. Surrender your life to him and allow him to begin to use you the way he created you to be used from the very beginning of time. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting Rhonda and I and praying for us, supporting us financially, giving whenever you can. We love you. We pray over our listeners. We pray over everyone who watches us. I know we've got friends and family that tune in, and we've become friends. We've become family, and we love you. We are thankful for you. We're thankful for your encouragement, for your support. I love seeing the comments. I love people tuning in saying, hey, man, that was a good word. That's awesome. You know, the pats on the back are not necessarily here or what I'm after here. What I'm after here is your heart change. I want to hear the stories that God sets you free. I want to hear the stories of where you went into the Holy of Holies. You went past the outer courts and you found your, your place in the presence of God himself. And he touched your lips and he sends you out to speak and be a voice to the nations. Those are the stories I'm looking for. Those are the stories I'm hungry for. I want to see God move through us. This is our time. This is our time. Stand up and be counted. Stand up and be among the men and women of God who are going into this world and preaching the gospel. Share your light into this darkness so that others might see. Seek out the lost so that they might be found. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you. Don't forget the website, www.livingthatoutdoors.com. All of our giving links are on there. Follow the podcast. These all messages all go out on our podcast. Um, hopefully, we've maybe solved our issue. If not, we'll keep working on it. But until then, the Word of God is going to continue. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Amen. We love you. We thank you. God bless you guys. And we will talk to you again real soon.